Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast. What is this, Kyle? Episode 257. Is it is it 257, Jared? Jerry? 257. 257. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dassing. What's going on? We got Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. And we have a newcomer, Jake McCauley. What's going on? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's great to finally have you on. I mean, you and Kyle, you met at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> gas station bathroom? Yeah, like one night before we did the podcast. And there's back, this, there's this like infamous photo. There's this infamous photo, right? And that was after everybody was cleaned off? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Jay, I started on Facebook in politics in a group called um, ANCAP versus ANCOM. And Jake was well known in that group. And... Um, you know, and it was cool to like meet him for the first time. And, um, you know, I, I was like, I just, I saw this guy in an anarchy t-shirt and I knew Jake lived in Baltimore boner. and then I just I recognized him and I was like, Hey, J- are you Jake? You know? And he was, so it was like, we took a selfie together and I made this really cheesy post and, um, you know, I thought I just made it in ANCAP versus ANCOM, but I must have made it in my group as well, and it gets bumped periodically, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't lie. We dropped our suitcases, ran towards each other, and shared a passionate kiss right there at the gas station. <laughs> oh, wow. It looked, man. Really, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> From the picture, it looked like there was some action we missed. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was, um, you know, Jake, Jake had been, um, like a prominent figure in these online debates. He was known for saying super controversial things. I think some of which he like, you know, he's kind of swept under the rug or regrets saying because he, he used to just sort of try to <laughs> say things that would like get a reaction. You know, he was like 18. No, I still do. I'm just. Okay. So where is Jake McCauley on a scale, a scale of one to Arvin Vora? He's he's well beyond wherever yeah, yeah, Arvin is. Yeah, uh, so, so further than Arvin Vora. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Jake. So like two year olds now. Wow. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, dude. That, that was horrible. Burn. Just kidding. But anyways, at, at the podcast, like, like uh, I don't know. I think most of us love Arvin Vora. Uh, Kyle, do you love Arvin Vora? I I do not. But I mean, um, <laughs> wow. Do you hate Arvin Vora? I w- no. I I don't hate him. Are you I, are you just ambivalent or agnostic? Um, I, I guess as like a human being or a person, like I mean, I'll, nice I don't mind ha- talking to him and listening to him. Would you um, put him in the gulag? No. Okay. No. Um, That's good. I don't know, but like, yeah, we have a lot of political disagreements. Like Jake and I have a lot of disagreements. So I don't. I don't know. Arvin's another guy that he's um, tried to incite controversy and start, tried to incite um, agitation with people, and he's made a lot of enemies. He's not tr- only tried, but very much succeeded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's very been, well. He's been pretty successful. I, I stopped. Uh, I'm. I'm. Just, I still. I'm still friends with him on Facebook, or I still like. I didn't unfriend him, but, but like you unfollowed him like a little bitch. I didn't even unfollow him. <laughs> I just he's not in like my C first, you know. So uh, I don't see very many. 10. Yeah, like, like you can put like your uh, top twenty. You can <laughs> you can put stars and uh, oh, like yeah. it'll always show you those people's posts. Yeah, and eventually I was just like, I don't want to see more Arvin stuff. I used to enjoy seeing it because it was an opportunity to argue with them. <laughs> but um, you got tired of that. I was just like, eh, whatever. All right, I, I got care. a I got a comment. Of, uh, I was told by the great Vinnie Marshall. He wants to know. He said, "Ask him about the sandwich and the ramen." He said that may be proof that Kyle is right. I don't know what, that means. what does that mean? That's about me. It's very oh. cryptic. 
So a few days ago, I, I've been doing keto, but a few days ago, I, I was still off my diet because I made Dude, Rachel your keto's Dude, it look, I, is this the video I'm talking about where like you made a, like a bologna sandwich? I made a looks bologna sandwich. Looks like you're sandwich. off your fucking meds, dude. It's just an instructional of how to make a bologna sandwich. You get the bread, the mayonnaise, a slice of cheese, and a pack of bologna. Yeah, I saw that. You like squirt it on the manglaze, and then you, you throw on like one slice of cheese, moderate amount of cheese, and then you took like the whole fucking pack of bologna. Put it on the sandwich. Took a bite out of it. I did eat the rest. I just didn't I know. To make and then, watch like that. later on, you posted a picture <laughs> on Facebook where you'd like eaten over half of it. So, how many pieces of bologna were in that package? Uh, when I buy a pack of bologna, I don't sit in one bologna, two bologna. <laughs> no, but it, it probably says it probably says a number. You or, see me open it there, so it, was it probably says like sixty nine bologna on the front, right? It, I don't think that. I, it's probably closer to like twenty or twenty five. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was just a lot of fucking bologna on that a sandwich. That is my record, but I'm going to beat it. Oh, so are you going to go with the next size of bologna next time? Or two packs. Oh, wow. Now, does your bologna wow. have a first name? Yeah, it was Oscar oh, Mayer, wasn't it? Someone laugh. Please laugh. Yeah. Good try, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> so, so you don't always make them like that? That was just for the video? Or do you... Is that? I just assume that was how you normally make a bologna sandwich. That was wow. my first time doing that. Definitely not my last. Damn, I haven't had a bologna okay. sandwich in like a decade. And the ramen thing, I like to, I like to get creative with the ramen. I don't think this is that bad. I like to put mayonnaise and uh, like coffee creamer, like French vanilla coffee creamer, in my ramen. I do ver- pretty much the mayonnaise same thing with like mac ramen? and cheese. Yeah, put mayonnaise in your ramen. Try like, it; it's outstanding. Hmm. I've never heard of I'm that. Not that big on mayo. So I probably won't try that. But uh, Dude, okay. we chronicled this last week. Did, I, we, did we talk about mayo? I think How so. white are Wait, we? Wait, was that on the after hours? <laughs> I was so fucking drunk on the after hours. This really is a white supremacist <laughs> podcast. I, <laughs> I actually have had mayonnaise that was too spicy for me. Wow. Wow. This might be the whitest thing said on this podcast. Spicy mayo. Was it in a sushi roll? I don't eat sushi. Oh, shit, dude. But, um, so <sighs> why, why is Hope... She said pussy. Because I, I said pussy, I think. Oh. Because I called... Someone a pussy. Oh, okay. I've already forgotten. I think it was Kyle. I was like, why is she writing? Why is she calling us pussies? I don't. <laughs> anyway. I think she just um, likes how it looks. So you just got back from uh, <laughs> Anarchopolka. Yes. Right? Anarchopolko. Was that the. Anarchopolko. Did you say Anarchopolka? That's like. Like the, polka music? That's I don't know. <laughs> it has so ball? many vowels in it. It's a is tricky the, word. Is that the gala? Okay, so Anarchopolko. gathering. It's a gathering of anarchists. Put on by Jeff Berwick every year in Acapulco. Yeah. 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 Was this your first year going? No, this was my third time. So first year was 2017. I actually got a scholarship to that one. Okay. So like rumor has it, like we heard uh, like supposedly um, Jeff Berwick got punched in the face. I was standing right there when that happened. Yes. Okay. So can you you tell us what happened? (laughs) Uh, So, so I was standing right there. A lot of it, I was looking elsewhere. I was just preoccupied. Uh, I was getting ready to perform. But Jeff Berwick uh, and a guy named Quinn, can't remember his last name, but this dude named Quinn with a braided beard and stuff, it was mutual combat from what it seemed to me. They had agreed to fight. They were, there's video of this. They were like squaring up. And uh, at, at one point, Quinn plucks Jeff. And I think Jeff was bleeding. Uh, I see uh, the, the security there. I don't know if it was Jeff's personal bodyguards or just like the club security. This was at a club, not at the hotel. What he has uh, personal bodyguards? I don't think it was. It could have been. Um, but <laughs> security of some sort was holding down Quinn. And then Quinn got, it looked like Quinn got escorted out of the building. Which Wait, is who, what I who saw. Who is Quinn? 
Quinn is the guy that Jeff was fighting with. Quinn was kind of fu- trying to fight with everybody there, by the way. This wasn't just... Who is he, like, generally? Like, what? what what's, uh, what's his MO? I, it's strictly things I've heard. Uh-huh. I haven't investigated Quinn. Okay. Um... At one point, I did sit down at a table he kept coming to, like, for a few hours, so I got to know was him. Was he to just some drunk trying to start fights, or? There is a lot of that, I think, yeah, but uh, huh. he was kind of just randomly walking up and hitting people. Hmm. That's like, at one point, up. I'm sitting at a table, and uh, there's this, this German feller, and Quinn comes feller. up and just punches him in the back out of nowhere. Jesus. Uh, so Berg was defending everybody's honor? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no. <laughs> This was early on in the in the conference that uh, the Jeff and Quinn fight happened. Um, Jeff still went on and performed. We did a rap song together. Hmm. Wait, that was him rapping with you? Yeah, I saw the rap, man. Was that pretty? Was, which one? Which one? I don't. Because I saw rap. I saw you rap. I rapped at the turtle party. That's I, where I, I was, was rapping the, my was, own stuff that I came up with. I was gonna so say it was on the beach, up. and it sounded like you knew what you were saying. And yeah, that that one because that was my own. I was asked at the concert to sub in for Joe Murray. You know the fuck government song uh, that I am not aware. Jeff, there's this music video, and Jeff is in it. Uh, rap video called fuck government and, and joe murray is part of it but joe murray wasn't there in arcapulco so i was asked to sub in for him kind of at the last second uh and really quickly like try to memorize his lyrics which i i got him down and then i got on and to perform them and and totally forgot like halfway through um but everyone else on the stage knew him and was was backing me up uh doing them in my stead but yeah yeah jeff was up there doing it right after he'd just been slugging it out with this dude I got another. I got another question. You're popular. We got another question. Uh, so Hope, um, she said she wasn't calling us a pussy. She was just responding to Kyle, I guess. But anyway, uh, she said, uh, "Ask Jake about him selling his name or selling his memes. Sorry. <laughs> selling his memes." This was an idea I had yeah. today. So I like to debate a lot, and uh, sometimes I get paid to debate. I have monetized this. People, f- friends of mine and stuff, will pay me to go onto their page and like argue with socialists or whatever for them. Either they just don't have time, or they like how I do it. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I figured out today another potential way to monetize this. So in the course of debating, I like to use memes. I make memes and I save memes that others create. And, uh, and I've, I've found it much more efficient to create uh, piles, like uh, folders for my memes. Like I've got uh, a whole folder of like probably 180 memes or so just for taxation being theft. Uh, you know, I've got another one about the police and, you know, just different stuff I argue about all the time. Smart. I have meme folders for. And I decided today, hey, what if I advertise that if you send me money, I will send you a meme folder <laughs> so you can just have this yourself Yeah, it's on already deck. pre-organized, yeah. Yeah, have it organized. You know, it's mm. like 230 memes about gun rights. So, so what are you, you charging for that? 230 So the price memes? for this is uh, it's 50 cents a meme, mm. but if you share the post, I discount it 40%, bring that down to 30 cents a meme. You do not want to miss these savings. Limited time only. <laughs> and how many how many memes are, are generally in this package that you're selling? Well, it depends which one. I think, like, let's see, the, the one about gun rights, there's like 230 memes in there. I think I have like 180 or so what might be 220 be? memes about the police. 260 cents a pop? What is it's that? It's a total between all of the folders. It's like, uh, it's like 1,580 memes, something like that. Yeah, like how much would you be charging for like if somebody wanted to buy like all your folders? I think I can't. If, oh, all of them? Well, let's see. I actually calculated that. Come earlier. on, Kyle, you're the accountant. Where where are we at, dude? Let's see. <laughs> to buy all of them with the discount would be just four hundred and seventy five dollars. 
That ain't. I mean, that ain't, that ain't bad. Well, doesn't it seem like like if you wanted to if you wanted to sell more, you might want to lower your price. Well, that's if you wanted to buy all of them. He's saying. But I'm just saying, if you I wanted, don't if you wanted people to be buying all of them, usually if, there's a subject somebody's interested in. I would think they'd go for that. Have you gotten a lot of customers so far? No, not, not a lot. <laughs> well, just <laughs> yeah. Hope says everyone does that. Yeah. So, what do you mean everyone does? I that? I don't know. That's what she said. She goes, everyone, everyone like makes this. like yeah. Yeah, like I, I've got a, a meme folder. It, it's not quite as extensive, but I've got, I've got uh, a meme folder. She said, "What if you were selling memes that she made?" Oh, this is getting aggressive now. Uh oh. I think that's a threat. It's well, a you're very not really convenient tool. You're not really selling. It's not as though you're selling them like you own the IP on. No, them I, don't, I don't even believe in IP. I'm right. selling you the convenience, the convenience of having a folder yeah. where here they are. Right. Here, whenever you debate with communists, they're paying here for you the go. curation and the yeah, the fact that it's in a nice zip yes. folder that they yes. can just. I don't claim on their to desk. own these memes. Right. Some of them I did make, but I don't believe in IP, so even right. then I don't own them. Okay, that seems in line with the uh, the nap. Would you agree, Kyle? <laughs> I'm not going to be buying the memes, but you know, good luck to your with your uh, your business venture. Yeah. Kyle, well, actually, there is a whole folder for when I argue with minarchists. That's good. <laughs> nice. Do doubt. We'll- I have opened it in debates with you. Why don't you oh. call it the Wagner Files? <laughs> Wagner. The Wagner the Wagner file. file. The got W Files. Yeah, we got a name. There may be a few Wagner oh, memes. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Wagner the Files. Wagner files. <laughs> So was this guy Quinn that was punching people in the back at uh, Anar- Anarka Polko? Was he a, a attendee? Was he an ANCAP? A speaker, in fact. Oh, a speaker. So the, did anyone point out that these were uh, NAP violations? Not that I saw, at least not to his face, but that's kind of obvious. Well, you would think, but... I, well, I mean, didn't you say it was like a consensual fight, though? Like Burr was hitting Jeff, him? yes, yeah. but he was just kind of walking up and being aggressive with people. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, you would think that a speaker at this event, you know, that more people would be like, hey, that's not cool, right? You would think so. Yeah. Strange. Strange situation there. So otherwise, how was the uh, event? Did you have a good time? As always, uh, yeah, it was a blast. And Acapulco is always the time of my life. And this time I got, this time I brought Rachel, my girlfriend. Um, I wasn't a speaker this year. I was a speaker last year. Okay. But I did rap this year. That was fun. Yeah. yeah, this is year it, rapper. Is it three days or how, how long uh, is this event? I think event? officially Rap- the actual conference is three or four days, you know, when they're having talks and stuff and mm-hmm. it's officially in Arcapulco, but people usually get there a little earlier and leave a little later. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, did, was Ron Paul there? Yeah, he was there. I, I was I was talking with him uh, this year and last year, actually. Nice. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Rachel was ecstatic to, to meet him. Yeah, he's a legend, man. So... That's awesome. Yep. He's done more for freedom than probably anyone there. And and that's saying a lot. There's a lot of uh, hardcore freedom advocates there who do a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and he probably got most of them into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <a> substantial portion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is no speaker there who draws a crowd nearly as much as when Ron Paul does his talks. Oh, I mean, yeah. you got That's probably 2,000-plus people in the room. Everybody goes to Ron Paul's talk. Of course. When yeah. I gave my talk, there might have been 200 people max. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was that well attended. So there were 2,000 people <laughs> I, I'm just this? guessing. I mean, we're talking a giant room packed. Yeah, it did I, look packed. I did see pictures. Wow. We, talk, we kind of saw the dots. On it. Yeah, we, last week, yeah. We dipped on it? Yeah, we dipped on it. Mm. Just dip. We just, just dipped our tip dip. in? Yeah, just the tip. 
just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. the dipping? The dipping or the, of the tempers? Or the Anarchopoco. The Festival uh, of Anarchism. Festival. It's life-changing for a lot of people. You know, you got I would people like to doing check ayahuasca out. ceremonies and stuff. Okay, wait. How would much like would it take? It how much would it take? How much would the Kyle Wagner charge as a fee to speak at Anarchopoco? Oh, I don't know, man. We got to get you there. <laughs> no. We call it Minarchopoco. No, yeah. You know, yeah, you need to have your own Minarchopoco, dude. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on all that. No, like Minarchosol no, or something. No. <laughs> Uh, the only anarchist event I have been invited to was the um, the one that Cal runs. I have invited you to an Arcapulco. Oh, well, I appreciate that. But, you know, it's a, a big time commitment and, um, you know, you have to pay for flights and everything. So so. You've got badge to slay, right? No, no. No, <laughs> no I'm good. I have a girlfriend. So... Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't really be too interested in going to a place where... Uh, you know, I'm not very, uh, not well liked, you know. I yeah, I mean, if, if, if someone's going around fighting, whatever. Bro, like, imagine what they're going to do to Kyle. <laughs> I, I got to no. tell you, Kyle, I really do think that you would have a good time. You would be welcome with open arms. I do mean that. It's a very good vibe. There. A lot of great people there. Yeah. People are generally, obviously, there's an exception or two, but generally, people are there on a good vibe. People are yeah. there to have a good you would, time. You would definitely like Porkfest, I think, Kyle. It's not, you know. It, oh, you haven't been? No, I've not been to Pork Fest it's either. Kyle, Kyle, I, I think that you would. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Like, it's not. Like, there are. I think there are people that there that are minarchists. I mean, yeah, there was yeah, a they're guy definitely minarchists Re- there. There was a guy from Reason that was there. Matt uh, was named Matt Welsh. Matt oh, yeah. Welsh. He was no. there. He's a he's a minarchist guy. I mean, I think you would like that one probably probably more. Not everyone at Anarchopolco <laughs> is an anarchist. Oh really? For example, Lauren Southern has been there, and she seemed to have a great time. Mm. Um, Milo I, was there one year, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if Milo has cro- has made the jump. I heard him talking about it with Jeff Berwick. He's definitely interested in anarcho capitalism. Yeah. Um, uh, Judge Napolitano did a, a video in. Uh, video in this year was John McAfee. Really? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we all video yeah. chatted with John McAfee. That he's was all, he's, he's all, an interesting fella. Oh I don't think God. he's allowed uh, on on uh, on land right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's literally not any land. Any land, he'd be a buccaneer How if he landed. Actually, he is on land, uh, but in an undisclosed location. Hmm. I actually stumbled across his dock in Exuma, the Bahamas. I was on vacation with my girlfriend, and we were, we oh were looking God. for a restaurant, <laughs> and like we went to this little like <laughs> beach bar. And there's a sign that says, this is the home of, you know, former U.S. presidential candidate John McAfee. That is fucking hysterical. It w- I took a picture of the sign. Please post a picture. And Wait, uh, where you was can it look again? it up. It w- this was in Exuma, Bahamas. Oh, wow. So you can actually look it's up. Weird that look that's up. how he presents You should have posed in front of it. That would have been hilarious. I don't think I posed in front oh, of it. But I took a picture of the boat, which I, I think was his <laughs> yacht. I think he was docked there. And um, you know, I wasn't gonna go knock on the door. He got the docks on that dock. He probably Hey-o! he probably he was shoot me. in the dock. I mean, the guy's crazier than hell. <laughs> You're at but, this boat Exxon. Yeah, no, but it it was very random. You know, uh, that sounds fucking sounds hilarious. <laughs> I would have to pose with that picture. My girlfriend had no idea what I was so well, excited about. Kyle, you know, I was like, you don't even understand. Like yeah. the coincidence of this is amazing. <laughs> Kyle, are, are you at all wor- worried that you would maybe be the Nickelback of Anarchopolka? <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just uh yeah. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Let me know how it is next year. <laughs> maybe we'll Skype it. I like the stories. Yeah. I don't want that Quinn guy punching me in the face. So, uh, <laughs> Kyle, would you Skype in to do a speech? Nap violator. Would you Skype in to do a speech? <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe. 
if, if, uh, much, if international superstar Jeff Berwick wanted me to, maybe, but probably not. <laughs> international superstar. Uh, no, no Is price. Is there anyone there you'd be down to debate? Debates um, draw crowds. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I always uh, have debates um, anybody, with people, like, online and oh, video man. and in Dude, person. what if you would do... Yeah. Okay, what if, okay? What if Larkin Rose would debate you at Anarcho Polko? Would you do that? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I will start a fundraiser. The, no. <laughs> Go not, fund me. Do it. <laughs> Get Kyle to Anarcho Polko. Yeah. And if you I'm win good. the debate, you can call it, it, it would have to be, like, It would have to be, like, Larkin Rose... Yeah, it would have to be Larkin Rose. Yeah, Larkin. It's, I have argued with Larkin quite a uh, not quite a bit. He blocked me, but um, <laughs> I have I have argued with him a little bit. Oh my goodness, he no. blocked you. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. Yeah. Anyway. I was just debating with him the other day. We're having lunch. I would think you guys would be on the same page no, about no, we it. Are. No, we were just debating about like really abstract philosophical stuff. Oh, okay. Talking about objective morality and stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, all right, you guys ready for speaking of debates? The uh, Democratic debate was this week. That was a smooth. Yeah, did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I did not watch it. No, smooth so I have not operator. much to contribute. But I heard that they all went after Bloomberg, and that he, uh, you could see his inexperience in national on the national debate stage. He didn't fire back or respond as oh, well no, he as he had, could well, have. He did. He did have a zinger on Bernie. He called him out for being a socialist with three houses. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> that was uh, the only clip I saw where he was, uh, you know, I think he was doing anything. But the I think that uh, a lot of people don't realize, but like in socialist countries, the ruling the ruling socialists uh, take very good care of themselves. Sure, right? You know, that was true of the Russian oligarchs and Venice in the socialists in Venezuela and in Cuba. Everywhere you have socialism, it's it's very much a you know that ruling class is it does well. So right, you know. But that's precisely why socialism is one thing it's good at often is technology. Like you look at the Soviet Union and they had a lot of advancements in the field of like space and weaponry and stuff. And it's for the same reason, because it concentrates wealth. Mm-hmm. It concentrates wealth to the ruling class that allows them to have these extravagant mansions and do all this crazy technological shit. Mm-hmm. They can't really feed anyone, but... And none of that, none of that trickles down to the, uh, to the regular people. Because they're, really. they're driving like, you know, 19... 19- I guess at that time, like 1930s cars. Dude, they get the, they get the <laughs> bread line, though, dude. Well, they do get sweet bread, dude. Sweet bread, dude. They sweet get that bread. sourdough, dude. It's yeah. free, too, I heard. It's sourdough. Free bread. It's free? free. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. <laughs> so none, you so, got okay. you need a coupon or something, right? You get a ration. Yeah. I just feel like it's if like you watch one store. debate, dumb debate, you watch them all. Like, But I, I did catch a few clips about like people just going hard on Bloomberg just like crushing this Bloomberg. dude's worth 68 million and he's trying to take the is that always worth no he's worth 68 billion sorry yeah and um, now I didn't know he was worth that much 68 billion wow yeah, yeah. So that's why every every fucking channel I watch, dude, I'm trying to watch a hockey game, and there it is on the screen is Bloomberg's in the commercial every fucking break. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. We were at the Libertarian meeting the other night, and literally every other commercial was a Bloomberg commercial, and I looked up to check the score. It's so fucking ridiculous. He can pay for all this stuff. He, uh, We talked about um, he paid for two drinks for every person that come to this brewery in Richmond, and that's where Cal Malin and his... Uh, Liberate RVA people showed up and like got kicked out. Oh yeah, scene. I, I don't think Cal was the one that. So uh, in case nope, anybody he, didn't see the video, these guys like oh, called him. Up, 
They call him a fascist. Yeah, they, the one they, dude called him a f- uh, fucking fascist. Is right. They start screaming that in the middle of his yeah. speech or whatever, and they are kind of toward the back of the. Yeah. Looked like they were toward the back of the assembly. I didn't think it was Cal. Was Cal the one wasn't the one who said it, but Cal was with Cal Orchestra. I think maybe him he was filming and, it or um, something. Him and a few other guys, they they uh, they they got together and they they went there and um, they they got in, they got their free drinks, yeah, and then they pulled out their gun save lives or, or um but or st- I'm sorry stickers, and um it was pretty fucking cool. Like they just started screaming like "fuck you, fascist!" and all these like these fucking liberal boomers in the city rich started like hitting them and pushing them out. And then, mm-hmm. and then finally, like John and uh, Cal just were like, "All right, cool, we're leaving too. We're getting kicked out too." So they started a huge "Gun Save Lives" chant as they walked out, and um, it was pretty fucking cool. So I it just this just goes to show he could afford to buy two drinks for every single person who showed up at this brewery. Yeah, you know, wow. and, and he's just and everything, and he's got so much money, like, and he's totally going the Donald Trump route. And I think what everyone, ever everyone in the mainstream media keeps saying that, oh well, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, they won this debate, they won it, like because they were able to strike back at at Mike Bloomberg. But to me, though, I think people are going to pay attention to what Mike Bloomberg said when she when like we said he called out Bernie Sanders for having three fucking houses and being a socialist like just the hypocrisy of it and he said only in America you know I think that's what he said he's like yeah. only in America <laughs> yeah and it, it's it was true. a pretty good zinger. it's true and Bloomberg's a, a fucking little shit I mean he's just yeah. he's just a bitch like and I, I hate them both, but I mean that was a pretty awesome burn. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people, the centrists, a lot of the voters. That's going to resonate with them more than oh, all the rebuttals by Elizabeth Warren, who a few months ago was probably would be on her knees sucking his dick to get money. You know, now she's doing this whole like I'm for the people. Uh, you know, that's what she's doing now. And I don't want to think about her sucking dick. I don't either. It's a bad image, she, man. Uh, yeah, you she's uh, she did not do well in uh, Nevada. So no, not not of it. Bernie's that well, like we like what we're talking about here is Bernie, dude. He's been crushing it at all of these, and Pete Buttigieg stole Iowa, you know. And it's ever since then. You know, I think he just won Nevada, and he's gonna win. He's the front runner right now, and the DNC cannot let that happen. They're gonna buy him off some way or another, and I think Bloomberg they might they might start focusing all of their resources into Bloomberg because he has the money. He controls. It, it is possible that the establishment he controls the spice. Um, yeah, and whoever it, controls the spice, <laughs> when spice, when the spice production on Arrakis ceases, yeah, all eyes will turn to Arrakis. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that movie. Um, yeah, I read yeah the book. I was, I was really into the Dune book. Right, you just have all right. You just have hipster me. All right, dude. cool. Thanks, Kyle. Someone here can read. Wow. <laughs> I didn't care for the movie. I thought it was kind of cheesy. I love the, you know they're remaking it, right? I, I don't know that. Do you heard that? They're remaking Dune. Yeah, it's in currently in production, I believe. Wow. All right. I'm so stoked for that. Um, so I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's possible that as Biden falters, the Democratic establishment will Shia shift, Hood. Will shift right, to uh, shift to Bloomberg, <laughs> right? They What's could that? they could dump Biden and switch and switch. That's to what I, that's what seems yeah. like happening. Oh, Biden's right. dead in the water, man. Warren's dead in the water. Even though the media is so desperately trying. Yeah, to Bloomberg's kind of the last hope for the establishment. He is, but Bernie's winning. So what? I'm I cannot wait. I'm so excited to see on how much he just bends over and takes it by the DNC. Yeah, Bernie. Yeah, he's gonna. They're not gonna let him be the nominee. They will not let it. Uh, I mean, they might be forced. Like the GOP was forced to take Trump. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's true. That's true. But I don't. There were think definitely so. threats by the uh, GOP to use the whole super delegate 
thing strategy to well, i mean yeah. who do you think would, who do you guys think would win bernie versus trump who would win trump God, I, I maybe trump i don't know well i think it's i'm so torn you got a lot of democrats that even if they don't like where bernie's at or don't even really like him they're gonna vote for anybody there's gonna be a lot of support around whoever that nominee is to oppose trump and get trump out yeah you know there's probably more anti-trump sentiment than anything else but hey but you guys, know I, I do think it's in the media's best interest for trump to win in the it, media's the media I, and the establishment and it, without the media support it's hard for a candidate to win you know yeah because they control the information they control the spice <laughs> yeah dude they yeah. control the spice um so i mean and we all know now it, it's gonna be weird if they suddenly turn you know i don't think they're gonna suddenly become pro-trump yeah. or anything but you know if they don't lend bernie their support that's gonna make it tougher for him to win you know like they did for Hillary, which ultimately failed, but they tried really hard to get Hillary elected. Yeah. Um, I mean, she did win the popular vote, so they did have some impact there. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, without their assistance, it's going to be hard. You know, I think it's going to be harder for, for Bernie to win. He'll have to win sheerly by, you know, this sort of groundswell grassroots moment that uh, grassroots movement that he has going for him. Yeah. It's sort of interesting. You've got uh, Trump as a nationalist and you've got Bernie as a socialist, right? So even though we could say neither of them are perfect nationalists well, they're both, or they're both perfect nationalists. socialists, yeah, I, I guess uh, a Bernie's nationalism is uh, not strong. Like I don't find it strong. He's not like I mean, uh, close the borders. Yeah, he, he is though. Look at him talking about immigration. I mean, he's not like build the wall. He's not build the wall, but he is. You know, open. You know, he said on an interview, he's like open borders. That's a that's a Koch brothers policy. Like, yeah. oh, okay. like he's, yeah, he's very, very that. for because you can't, you know, you know, the, the socialists aren't dumb. They, they know that you can't sustain socialism if you have immigrants flooding into the country to, to as to use your system. Right. They, they're, they're aware of that. That's the only degree. time they understand economics. I, I, exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they, you know, they, they know that that's not sustainable. So, you know, they've got to keep the borders at least somewhat tight. You so know? are you saying that Bernie's a national socialist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I don't know. I I've never really uh, heard Bernie take a. Sh I'm sure that you're right, and that he is anti-immigration. I'll, I'll send you this uh, this this link later if I remember. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, you know, and like they said that uh, Medicare for all has really been resonating with people. They like that idea. That idea. Um, I I don't know. I think it's a it's a warning sign to. Uh, conservatives and libertarians that socialism is really gaining a lot of ground i i think bernie sanders wants the wall to keep the the, the billionaires in you know <laughs> exactly you know? <laughs> right so we can take all their money yeah exactly yep. dude yep yeah they'll just fly yeah, over the wall the first eight months <laughs> stealing right. all their wealth yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting that printing machine. but so speaking of this though also with bernie so of course the cia already came out against uh against bernie uh it got released what uh a few days ago it said cnn article said that the uh, the the bernie sanders campaign has been notified by the cia for um possible russian uh influence on their campaign so they what are we saying now that, that russia is supporting both trump yep. and bernie well so cnn just today released an article that was even more batshit fucking crazy like them walking it back mm -hmm. because they're a bunch of fucking idiots and they're like well wait well we don't want to make it sound like they're backing uh bernie for president they're just backing him for the democratic nomination 
because they can deal even though they said literally uh, i made a post about this they're like even though we have no proof of this what we feel through our estimates that they feel donald trump is more of a reasonable person to to deal with so but they want bernie as the democratic nominee but they really want trump to be win the president i'm so confused i thought no shred of evidence given i thought the deep state hated trump right well they do so this is this is an attempt (laughs) i'm so confused because they want bernie because they they want people to be like wait because all i do is i troll the washington post comment section yeah, i know that's your well thing. stated and so every single so i switch my my tactics now so every single time they talk about tulsi or bernie or anyone else anyone else besides warren or butt plug or anything else like i just i just immediately go to like they're russian they're russian assets that's all i say like i just like Oh, you're boomer. really trolling. Them. Oh, yeah. So I said they're Russian assets. They need to be uh, sent to uh, Guantanamo for being Russian assets. And I go all in uh, when I talk about this. So it's funny because I get a few likes and then I get a few laughs and then I get a few people like, you're right. Like, like all in bold to like a bunch of older <laughs> these liberal boomers. And but it, it makes sense because they want to muddy the water with Bernie. They got it. He's went. He won Nevada. And then, of course, this article comes out. Of course, mm-hmm. like, and that's that's what says it all. I mean, it says it all to me. Well, he won Nevada in a landslide. Of it wasn't course. even close. It was forty-seven uh, percent, and then Biden was twenty-one uh, percent. So, do you think they might heart attack on him? Well, they do. They already did, man. They're, oh, yeah. Think about it. <laughs> he already right. had the heart attack and that punching bag. Yep. What was in that punching bag? Dude? It was controlled by the NSA, <laughs> man. <laughs> it punched him back. <laughs> They're trying to kill. Bar- I, I think honestly, though, my real opinion is. Eventually, they're going to come to be like, hey, look, Bloomberg's got more money. He's our only fighting chance. Let him waste his money and try to go against Trump and and see if this works as like a Hail Mary pass and be like, we'll buy you another house. You'll have a fourth house. So it, <laughs> like, and you can write your book. We'll get you published. Buy, a, yeah. buy another summer camp. Right, yeah. His sister called it. He was like, as most people in Vermont, if you ask them, they all have a, a, they a, have a, a summer camp. A summer camp. Like, That's damn, it. I got to move to Vermont. Right, yeah. Move, get right. You get a free summer camp. summer camp. <laughs> I'd read the, like, only awesome. like... 2,000 Vermonters actually have a summer home. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so he has a summer a, camp, too. Like, he has like, a, yeah. There's something weird. I was like, what the fuck what are you talking about? And they don't have a million dollar one either. He's got, you know, I'm sure, a very nice summer house. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but so now it's just so funny that they walked it back today and they're like, well, wait, maybe. And it was the most, well, some person we talked to said this is ridiculous, but the other person said this was real. And, well, this person said this, so who knows? could be a russian we don't know like that was cnn's goal with this it's just the muddy the people's waters like oh russia i can't vote for him he's associated with russia like that's all bernie yeah bernie that's all they're trying to do it's so clear and transparent in my mind seems like they're just throwing something at a wall and see if it sticks i don't think sticking i you think so i mean i get it really sticking is it really sticking with his supporters though people that were is anybody that's planning on voting and going out to vote for bernie gonna be like i don't know he Um, might be a russian chris matthews called him or someone called him a bunch of brown shirts is 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 a part of the establishment he called bernie sanders supporters a bunch of online brown shirts yeah yeah like that's what he said I, I, I may have been. I don't. I don't but but you're kind of you're not getting my my point no, is like I these people aren't you. voting for Bernie anyways. True. I, I mean maybe in, if he's the nominee. But they're influencing but. a lot of center poli- uh, uh, people who are weary about being called socialist and voting for a socialist. They're swaying. They're trying okay, to sway okay. them into saying vote for a butt that's, plug that's, and. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Question: Who do you think the establishment would choose out of Trump and Bernie? Trump. 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 Right now. Trump. 
He's, I mean, already, Trump, he's already Trump, Trump is an industry for these people. I mean, Trump, you can pump out like 30 articles a day just with like his latest tweet. You know, like, <laughs> you know, as, as much as they would deny if you if you ask them to their face, I mean, they are he's like their bread and butter. They want him in there. Mm. Yeah. We got any they bread and butter want him in starving. There. Well, wow, dude! I don't got any bread and butter. Calm down. It, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You might have some butter. You, you love the keto, right? Yeah, so, I can have got some. Butter. Ghee, I have dude. just sat and eaten. Got, I've literally watched videos of you just yeah. dumping butter and stuff, so it's making me hungry. I don't remember now. recording that, but I have just eaten butter. Know, maybe it, it was maybe it was on the ketotarian. Are you in ketotarians? Group? I am in ketotarians. Yeah, I'm in ketotarians too. And just like, God damn, these you people like my love bacon? their butter. <laughs> right. You eat the bacon's like raw or something Not like raw, that. Not raw, warmed. Warm, Light, not slightly warm. Any parasites would be dead. Okay, when I order bacon at a restaurant, I'm using words like flaccid, limp. Uh, the word, he- I say it should be as close as you can get it to a health code violation. Wow. I Sounds should like be my able to wrap life. the bacon around Hi-yo. a fork. <laughs> you say flaccid. To the, to the, in the That's r- how I like it. Wow. <laughs> that is I like that said. flaccid meat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't we all? All right. I sent bacon back not long ago at a Waffle House because it wasn't flaccid enough. It came back with some spit, I guarantee you. <laughs> it broke. It Dude, the last thing right. I would want to eat is undercooked bacon at a Waffle House. <laughs> Sounds like a recipe for fucking the hospital. Dude, they never waffle? understand what I'm trying to get when I go to Waffle House. I load the... I, I, it's I like they're like... rationing the bacon and eggs. I don't want two <laughs> strips of bacon and two. No, give me a, pl- a mountain of bacon and it's eggs. It's like the Ron Swanson. That is a Ron I Swanson. I spent $50 yeah. at Waffle House just getting the bacon and eggs that I wanted. Jesus. That's a Ron Swanson, man. Jesus. Give me all I don't think the you understand ba- what I said, son. I want all the bacon and eggs. <laughs> I think what you heard was yeah. give me a lot. That's not what I said. I said, give me all. <laughs> oh, yeah. God bless Ron Swanson. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that character. Dude, what are you doing back there? Are you Is that the auto blow? No, the auto blow is safe. My beer Jesus. might not be, so let's, let's check. Mm. Phil, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah, I know what I was going to say. So I'm, I'm disappointed that uh, <laughs> fuck, in the pray to God it's not leaking. In, in the Trump, Bernie, and uh, race, you know, libertarians, we don't really have a candidate. You know, our our top candidate is like this guy with a boot on his head. You know, no, he's like, not. He it would not be really candidate. nice to have like a Ron Paul type guy. Uh, you do to support and get behind. You do. In this what about Mr. Hornberger. Hello, Hornberger, Jake the Snake, bro. I don't know if it's just me or if it, I don't know if it, he's just not visible enough to me. It's because you're not looking. Maybe it's because I'm not looking, but yeah. everyone says that, man. I'm getting so sick of it. Like, that's what Mark Whitney, uh, his main competitor, I guess, self-proclaimed main competitor, even though he's gotten last place. He's gotten he's gotten less votes than Noda, I think, mm. in some of these uh, straw polls that are coming out. He's just a bloviating douchebag. And I, I don't know. Apparently, there he has now some type of appeal. I guess it's because he's solely going after Jacob Hornberger, but I don't. I, there's just a lot of a lot of drama there. But uh, Hornberger, I mean, if you just listen to him talk, everyone's like, he's boring. Have you heard his speech? Have you heard anyone uh, of his speeches? I don't think you have, because I mean, he just straight like goes off like bam, 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 like Ron Paul. Now he has a little southern twang to his voice. I guess that might discourage a lot of people. People hear it and they're like, oh. Well, I'll have you know, to even listen. me like I listen to it I'm like okay he's got kind of the southern style of talking uh, yeah. but you know it's his message is on point like yeah and he got even fiery um so Mark Whitney is this guy I've never heard of him have you guys ever heard of Mark Whitney I haven't apparently he's not a comedian. until like a few days ago exactly and I think that's by design 
And mm. so he's gone so hard because uh, the uh, LPF convention, Libertarian Party of Florida convention just happened this past few days. Our guy Davey from Burning Boots was putting it on. And um, so Mark Whitney was told, hey, we're going to do a live stream. Just don't cuss. Like, we just don't want people cussing on our live stream. We want to hear people get the ideas out there. Simple request. Everyone was like, oh, okay, cool. Even Vermin, was, I guess, was cool with it. Not Mark. He goes, this is fucking bullshit. And I should have, this is fucking suppression of speech. And I'm fine. I'll do it. But every word I want to say fuck, I'm going to replace it with Jacob. This is Jacobing bullshit. And like, wow. It's, Weird. He's just such a clown. I, I this dude came out of nowhere, and he just he had this one video. He was just unhinged, and so he started cussing again in his live stream, and people were like, started booing him. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're just such a clown show. Mm. I, this guy came out of nowhere, and I haven't heard him talk about libertarianism at all. I've why only why heard are we about talking trashing. about him now? Is he doing well or something? No, oh. he's only well, he's then only who getting, cares exactly. He's getting named by just trashing Jacob Hornberger, and like yeah. he's like he's trying to sell a book. That's all he's trying to do. Yeah, his book for three dollars. He's selling people like, hey, this is who I am. This is how I came to Liberty. Yeah. Buy it for three dollars. <laughs> Apparently, Support he's my all, campaign. Right. Yeah, that's all he's I mean, trying to do. The LP needs to have some rule, some limits on who's allowed to kind of get the stage and get the microphone. I mean, you can't be a Johnny come lately and just be an asshole. You want rules against headgear, don't you, dude? I, you know, I don't know. No, 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 but it's like you look hats. like the Republican and Democrat <laughs> debates. Boots. It's like they have no criteria. Boots. They have criteria. You got to meet a certain threshold. You can't just be some joker, you know. What would this threshold be for you? What, how would you delineate who does and doesn't get the money? That's a good question. I mean, I don't, and for the LP, I don't know. So I don't have a good answer for that other than just polls or I don't think about that is your consent is not required. Yeah, I know. Personally, I I think it's cool that, uh, you know, pretty much anybody can join. I mean, you get any like then you get people that are just not serious. They're 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 just there to disrupt the process. Okay, so like just don't vote for them. I mean, I understand, you know, maybe uh, you why should you like, give them a eventually, podium? Eventually, you definitely want to narrow it down to people who have at least like a certain percentage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, maybe early on, but you know, this thing's been going on for a while. Like, I, mean, I do just don't. I don't think. Party. I don't think you can just come in and and be. Your purpose is just to make a joke out of the whole thing and get and get a podium and get a time to speak. Personally, uh, I'm more concerned about like people coming in like at the convention who, you know what I mean? Like c- coming in late. I'd be more concerned about that. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like this guy's an ass, but like, like wasn't well the last time around. Didn't he just come in at the convention? I don't know, but he was not the uh, presidential nominee. He yeah. was the, he was a VP choice, right. which is a, you know, gets a lot less attention and a lot less, you know, it's not nearly as prominent. So I think he he's running against Trump, right? I think that's is that over and done with now, or he got like eight percent in well, New Hampshire. Uh, well, yeah, he's still I trucking, mean, bro. He's he's out there trying to <laughs> still going. Yeah, he still got all that uh, LP money. He stole. I think they canceled the um, Nevada Republican Caucus. I'm just like, eh, why bother? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. I mean, who is it? It's what Weld and that Joe Walsh guy. I don't. Joe Walsh. I don't know. <laughs> Joke. 
Yeah, but God, not the cool. E- dead even one. you know, it. I just feel like the Democratic Socialists are doing really well. Bernie's doing well. AOC's doing well, and Libertarians. We got nothing going on. You know, like we're not in the running or not in the races for even local offices, not primaries. That's because you won't run, man. We got. We just have. It just seems like I can't. You know, the LP doesn't have ballot access in Maryland. We will. We it's, we will. It's gonna happen. But man. it just is like it was a hiccup. I don't know, man. They got all the momentum, and we just seemed to have really faltered. Who got all the momentum? Democratic socialists or progressives, mm. whatever you want to call them. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's hard because it's hard to get that momentum because I mean, you do, you do need somebody like like a Ron Paul that can get up there and preach the message, like a Kyle Wagner, like a Kyle Wagner. But also, you know, it's easier for the Democratic socialists because they can just promise people free shit. Meanwhile, I know we get up here and we tell, you know, uncomfortable truths about, you know, well, you know, it's not as easy as just giving people money because it, you know, makes them, you know, uh, dependent on the system. And you it's know. like that meme with it's like uh, the the two lines. The one guy's got like uncomfortable truths yeah. and nobody's in line. And then the other one's like free shit or, yeah. you know, comforting lies or something. Yeah, everybody's exactly. in that line. Right. People love their free shit. And, you know, that's and it's always been, you know, socialism has always been been able to do that to appeal to like young people and appeal to people who are just like unhappy you don't have money who want right yeah it it is it's a a, it offers a handout right and that's very appealing to people that have nothing or even just you know even to be more generous just to say like people that want sort of a revolution tend to you know a, a a complete upheaval of the current system People often, that see that there's something fundamentally wrong and right, needs to change and just right. don't know. Like, but unfortunately, they, they tend to go to the socialism thing. Cause maybe it's because we haven't been, you know, that good at, you know, because, I mean, anarcho-capitalism has only been around for, what, like 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, minarchism, you know, I mean, limited government. I mean, this, these are principles that have been around for a while. But, you know, yeah, it's not as, like, you know, when you think about revolution, you think about all these different socialist revolutions that have happened and so you know people don't equate like up up uh, you know uh, systemic upheaval with libertarianism even though they should but they don't so that's kind of what we're what we're up against here so yeah you do need somebody like a ron paul that can get on a podium like that and 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 speak truth to power like that but it's hard to do you know here in maryland uh, i a few months ago had to go do something at the uh, at the mva the Maryland's DMV, mm-hmm. and uh, they they made me register to vote. They told me I have to. Really? And, yeah. Um, and so it gave me options on a screen for a party to register with. I think I wound up just selecting independent or something. Mm-hmm. But the options it gave me were Republican, Democrat, and not Libertarian, something called Bread, Bread and, and Roses. Bread yeah. and Roses. I had That's never the, heard of this before. Yeah, they're like the Democratic no Socialist has. Party. Oh yeah, so, the word Marxist is on their website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone, oh, yeah. someone, they had a big donor of some sort. They got on the. Pa- I don't know. It was one guy who really heavily influenced that. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They they got ten thousand signatures and got ballot access. At the same time, the Libertarian and Green parties in the last election, their gubernatorial candidates so did bizarre. not get one percent. So they both got kicked off the ballot, and Bread and Roses got on. So, but Bread and Roses is going to have to get one percent. Dude, you got bread and roses. That's right, right. Funny, bro. Or that yes, or they have to go. Kyle, that's um, bread and roses right there, right? 
Yeah, this is something Alex We've dropped. We've talked about it the past three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is that still here? Why is it? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not bread and roses though. This guy's a Democratic candidate, and this is the this uh, Greater Baltimore Democratic Socialists of America endorsed. Can I vote for oh. the dog? Um. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you want, really got better dog. economic. Were you gonna? Were you gonna? Like, did mayor in like Alaska or something? I don't oh know. no, I think it was. Her name is Sarah Palin. Okay, be <laughs> <laughs> respectful. No, yeah, there was a town. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that thought from like uh, as an anarchist. What if there were another was political dog. party, just the animal party, and yeah. we just as much as possible, where possible, like uh, you know, local elections and stuff, just vote animals in. They won't fix anything, but it's damage control. They, they won't, won't hurt screw anything, anything yeah. up either. It just kind of pauses. Do you see like these that. animals like attending um, the sessions? You know, <laughs> would they? Why can't they? I don't Ruff, care. If they, you just gotta. Yeah, fine. They, they have a handler, <laughs> so somebody <laughs> walks them. They in have a nonpartisan the, handler that just walks them to the debate. The Maryland Ooh, General Assembly. Session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Imagine a if horse? you could just have. A horse? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> putting, I'm just narrating how it would sound in session, man. Why would a? I could oh, see yeah. a puppy beating both like Trump and Bloomberg. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't see that happening. But, but I can see Bloomberg <laughs> beating a puppy. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. So we're gonna get two. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be two New York billionaires. Right. Oh God. Who, who aren't I want it so bad? He's already called him Mini Mike. I don't. He's already called him Mini Mike. Who's that? Mike Bloomberg. Donald Trump was already calling him Mini Mike. He, he's talked about his yeah, nicknames. It's hilarious. How tall is Bloomberg? Well, it, he's, he's like small. Five, five, six, five, seven, something. Like yeah. that. It's really funny how. You know this. This it's all theater, right? Because I mean, there's a picture oh, yeah. that you posted going around, with, oh, which yeah. has like the Friends logo, and the it's Friends, got yeah, yeah. it's got uh, Trump, Bloomberg, uh, uh, Bill Clinton, uh -oh. and who was the other one? It was someone else. Was, no, he was taking the picture, probably. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. But anyways, you know, these are all three people that are now like mortal enemies, right? You know. Yeah, but in the picture, they're in, all best buds. In the buds. picture, their best buds are playing. They're on a golf course. They're holding golf clubs. Yeah, I posted that you on know. our page. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just yeah, it's just funny. It's all just political theater. Giuliani all, was the fourth. Giuliani, yeah. Giuliani was the fourth. Oh, yeah. Which I guess he's still a, a, a Trump bro, but probably not a, friends with uh, the other two. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just hilarious to see. That's generally true across the board. Even in the context of like war, international warfare, the political rulers have more in common with each other than with their constituents. True. Yeah. So, what's uh, this music thing about? Music. Oh yeah. Copyright? So, uh, Derek, uh, also from the Burning Boots podcast, sent in a suggestion for a topic of discussion, which is um, there's a video which I can post in the uh, the show notes. Um, but basically, this guy was able to produce with with some software that he wrote, some code that he wrote, um, basically every melody possible, right, um, in MIDI format. So it took up, I think, several terabytes, which isn't really that much in the grand scheme of things. Um, and so his idea was to copyright this um, because all you have to do is put stuff down to hardware, you know, to paper, to whatever, um, and you basically can, can claim copyright on it. So technically he's copyrighted every possible melody every possible song uh out there um but his idea wasn't to make money off of this it was to at least i think um to uh prevent or at least show that how copyright's kind of stupid right i mean at least that's what i take away from it i mean it's like if you can just copyright everything 
and you know no one else can then claim copyright thereafter just because you generated it um, with a with a computer program. It kind of shows cop, you know IP for what it is. It's kind of a farce, right? Um, Kyle, yeah, you, I, Kyle, you're you're kind of like an IP person, right? You're you're like a fan of it, or yeah, um, yeah. So I, how I do you feel about like, this? Because I mean, he's like he's doing everything legally, dude. Yeah, I I mean it seems kind of stupid to me, but like I mean, I mean but he owns all the songs it. now, technically, right? Yeah, technically, but like a lot of these songs, um, they they use the same chords. If you play guitar, like so many songs use the same four chords, or um, and a lot of songs have the same even rhythm or tune behind it, and you just kind of don't notice that you know four of your favorite songs all kind of sound the same in the background. So, right, I, there I don't. Have been, there have been lawsuits. Uh, there was one. It was like the that Robin Thicke song from like five or six years ago, and it was uh, who sued him? It was like, oh, isn't that the song that like started playing automatically when I would go to your MySpace page? Yeah, dude, that was the one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just no, if it, I'm and a, then it was he was sued by like I don't know James Brown's estate or some shit like that. If, if I'm a judge, I'm gonna go. You know, you get you're trying to shortcut the spirit of this law and trying to just come up with these middies or whatever to get all these tunes like i'd be like you're a cornball you you know these (laughs) these middies (laughs) whatever it is these uh copyrights are invalid and you're not getting any money i mean that would be my ruling like this guy's trying to find a loophole or or just trying to use technology to cheat the system Kyle, don't you always say the poop hole is a loophole but that's part of the demonstration i don't think i've ever said it's not going to hold up in court Um, obviously it's not going to hold up in court but it's demonstrating that by by the law by the let by the letter of the law maybe not the spirit of the law yeah the letter of the law just having written this stuff with the you know regardless of whether it was with the aid of a computer he now owns the copyright doesn't that sort of Bring, just call into question the general the general law itself, don't you think? I don't like, know. Do you think that somebody should be able to copyright a melody that they that they just wrote? Let's say they wrote it without a computer. They just sat um, in their basement and just wrote a melody, and they're like, "I own this. I own this melody now." Well, I typically like I usually use books as an example. You know, you wrote the book, and then somebody else is just going to take take your cover off and put their cover on and say they wrote the book when you spent hundreds of hours in that creative effort. So, you know, can I take that and translate that to a melody? You know, maybe. I, I don't know. I remember like the Verve is one good example where a bittersweet symphony, you know, they had that catchy riff through the song and I think it, they took it from... No, dude, nobody listened to that shit, dude. I think it was the uh, Rolling Stones or yeah. something like that and they actually had to pay a significant Oh yeah, they lost percentage. all the, No, they lost like all their money. <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, revenues. Yeah, they got fucked on that. Mm-hmm. And, but all they did was sample like the... the, the that little riff. That little riff, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you don't vanilla, think there's something like perverted about that? Vanilla Ice, I think it was too. Um... What oh, was yeah. his like that? But his goes his goes down and set him up. Yeah, he's got he's no he's like mine's got that little ting at the end. You hear that? That little ting. It's not the same. It's not the same. So you, as far as writing a book and then somebody else takes the exact same thing, puts their cover on it, says it's theirs, and then sells that. You don't actually need IP to combat that. As far as libertarianism is concerned, that can just be a matter of fraud. You're selling something under false pretenses. Uh, all right. So that particular yeah, like area if somebody can be takes, mitigated. Right. Like if someone takes Harry Potter, right? They rip off the cover and they put like Harry, Harry Pooter, <laughs> right? And they start selling it as Harry Pooter with the same. You can call that fraud. I mean, that's, what they, do in, that's what they do in China. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry Pussy. Harry Pussy. 
But yeah, you know, didn't, exactly didn't sell like, as many copies as the original. But. I think I might sell way more if you were a hairy pussy. <laughs> There are, by the way, there are non-IP <laughs> solutions, like, uh, consistent with the non-aggression principle and stuff, to solve some of those kind of problems. Like, for uh, another example would be, you can have a, uh, when you sell something, be it a device, be it a book, whatever, you can have as part of the sale an agreement that you won't reproduce and sell it yourself. Right. You can also, uh, so personally, I'm working on several inventions, I'm writing a book, I've made music, um, one thing I'm, I'm looking at doing and people have done as far as inventions is in lieu of patents, not saying I won't get them, I want to make sure no one else does, but uh, in lieu of patents, basically you can secure market share ahead of time by, with contracts with major distributors. And yeah, somebody might be able to make an off-brand version somewhere else, right. but if, for example, I'm selling a device that might be available at Rite Aid uh, and on Amazon, I can have contract with Rite Aid and Amazon that they'll only sell my version right. if they want to sell my version. Right. So yeah, there's ways around it without just saying like you can own like non-scarce concepts, you know. Which you know, I mean, even you know, even my Mises. What what was Mises's position on IP? You know, I think it was vague. I, I yeah. think he he kind of like said, "Hey, here's the here's the reason or uh, the argument for, and here's the the argument against." Mm. And I know uh, Bettina Greaves, who was like his personal secretary, wrote an article in Fee uh, trying to decipher his actual position on it. Mm. But you know, he did talk. One of the pros was he was talking about, um, you know, rewarding the person who put in the effort to create the thing, and also incentivizing the inventor rather than. Uh, incentivizing the copier you know because if if you can just copy whatever someone invented why not wait for someone else to do the invention and then you rip it off right well that's sort of what yeah that's what he's saying there's other ways to do that to market you don't have those contracts but yes you can profit and it's if somebody wants to take the stuff that i have created and themselves profit some i don't think they'll make as much as i will but that's fine i I don't need a monopoly. I'm not owed a monopoly. I mean, and and is there any? And I'm sh- I'm sure like Kinsella has talked about this or answered this question, but I mean, IP has only been around for what, like, hundred, hundred fifty years, maybe. I'm not sure. And but. it's not like nothing was like invented, you know, mm-hmm. a thousand years ago, five hundred years ago. I mean, obviously, the industrial revolution was a big hockey stick up, but I don't know if that was because of IP so much as just like certain discoveries allowed it to just. Shoot did, up. Did they fight over the light bulb? I feel like that would well, have been Well, that's the thing. Invention. Edison Edison was able to basically, I mean, you know, and this is dis- a disputed story or whatever, but apparently he was able to, like, steal, ascent, steal in quotation marks, or take advantage of the work of Tesla because he yeah. patented Tesla's shit. Oh. And Tesla, like, failed to patent it or whatever. And he, so he basically used, it, used the system against what it's supposed to be for, which is, like, the so, original inventor is supposed to be the one who, like, has control. Yeah. But instead he... Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I don't know if about enough yeah, about the it, history. And also, like a lot of uh, Edison's patents were like uh, really discovered by people that worked for him. Okay, you know, and then Edison was just the guy to uh, patent it, right? You know, whereas you know nowadays you've got like a lot of people working for corporations, like discovering shit, and the corporation patents it. Yeah, but I mean, I like, like I work for a software company, and anything that I create on my software company's dime, they own, and I signed that contract when I joined the company. It's <laughs> Anything that I create using their stuff that's for them, you know, I don't get to, like, go off and sell that to somebody else, but that's, like, in the contract. Yeah, yeah you like, understand that agreement. Yeah, like, I understand the yeah, agreement. Yeah, it's like, if, if, you, if you signed a contract that, that right. I was your pimp. What's that? If you signed a contract that I was your pimp, 
and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I had, I would have like exclusive rights to your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> what about for pooping? Just in, no, only no, the, just only the inway. No, no, just entry. Just entry is not accent. Okay, yeah. okay, just the in. Good, because I need a, I need a poop. That's, even though it's an Actually, owl hole. Rothbard has a whole article about that. Actually, I think it's a chapter from <laughs> was it Man Economy and State or maybe the Ethics of Liberty. Uh, no, just probably property rights of the liberty. Of if I take a guess, alienability of property. You cannot even voluntarily give somebody else a binding claim to your own body because it's inseparable from executive control of your will. Mm, yeah. You are per- you are stuck with self ownership. It's the only kind of ownership you can't give. Well, well then, else. how do pimps exist? prostitution is a service it's the service being sold you're not selling your body to someone else you're selling access to it you're selling use of it and you can quit at any time i'm just saying binding on you i'm just saying kyle protects his women's yeah kyle's yeah he's got he's got a he's a ruthless he's got baby powder that he keeps around with him again though their consent is not required (laughs) their consent is not required all right, so I think we're going to take this on over to uh, the After Ooh, Hours program. <laughs> if you hit us up over at uh, patreon.com forward slash libertarians and contribute a minimum of $1 per month, you will help keep the electricity on in Anarchy Basement, and you will gain access to our After Hours program. We also have t-shirts at uh, libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount. Until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Stretching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make the break Break the power, break the power Society owes individuals nothing more Than not interference with natural rights What's a virtuous person Comprehends the non-aggression principle. The violence of the state becomes obsolete.